Hey, y'all, and welcome to the Faith and Friends podcast. My name is Georgia Brown, and I'm your host, and I am just so grateful that you're here with me today. It is such an honor to get to hang out with you and that you'd spend a little bit of your time today with me and all of our friends. So thank you. This podcast is all about scripture, stories, and songs. And usually our episodes will be centered around our guest and the story that the Lord has placed on their heart and the things that the Lord is doing in and through them. But today, as we launch back and get back into our week, I was just hoping that I could spend a few moments with you sharing what the Lord's been doing in my life. And I'm so excited to share of the Lord's faithfulness and of his goodness because my heavens, he is awesome. So before we get there, I kind of wanted to tell you how we got here, how Faith and Friends started, because it's just so sweet. I never would have thought we'd be here, but here we are. (laughs) So it was the fall of 2019, and Georgia Brown was a junior in college, figuring it all out, starting to finally get into her major classes, getting all those gen eds out of the way. And I was in a little musical meeting right off Music Row with some of my musical mentors. And we were just talking, like you do. And then, out of nowhere, one of them looked at me and said, Georgia, I think your next move is to start a podcast. What? I looked at him and I thought for a second. And the first thing that came out of my mouth after that was, Okay, well it's going to be called Faith and Friends. I had no idea what I was saying, like honestly, and I had no idea that what the Lord was going to do through conversations, that they would create community and that we would be here. His ways and his thoughts are so much higher than ours, and I'm so grateful. And what's funny, y'all, confession time. When I was in like my teens, like going through probably 13, 14, and then as the years went on, I would literally wash my hair in the shower and I would be pretending that I was interviewing someone, like having a conversation, like a talk show. (sighs) I should have known that the Lord was listening. I should have known that he saw the desires of my heart and that he was working all things together. And here we are. So I told my friends about this crazy idea that had been laid on my heart about sharing conversations, and they said, yes. They said, go for it, Georgia. We believe in you. And so I said, okay, well, I'm going to need your help. Can I interview you? And they were crazy enough to say yes. So the first episode launched December 9th of 2019, and it was easy because I got to talk to my best friend. I honestly had no idea what the response would be, but here was our conversation on all streaming platforms about not comparing our seasons. And then came episode two and three, season one, and then season two. And 37 episodes later, here we are with season three. And now it's on YouTube too. It's so fun. I'm so excited. And I got to have conversations with people that I never would have thought I would have gotten to talk to. We've talked to Dallas Jenkins from The Chosen, my favorite author, Karen Kingsbury. We've gotten to chat with best friends, new friends, older friends, mentors. It's been a blast. And I'm so excited that season three has evolved and the Lord's really placed on my heart three things. Scripture, songs, and stories. 
that's just a little bit of my heart and why not extend it through the podcast so this season and going forward you'll be hearing a lot more stories behind songs books and a lot of scripture and some fun stories that I pray encourage you in your faith and that cultivate friendship I'm just so excited so that's how we got here that was 2019 we worked through 2020 just take a moment yes what a year. And now here we are in 2021, and I'm so excited for what the Lord is doing in your life. And I'm so excited that for a brief moment, you would allow me to share with you what's gone on in mine. So I'm going to take you back to May. Hmm. May was a season of fun. A lot of change. A lot, a lot of change. Graduation. I was literally graduating college turning 22, moving into a new house, celebrating just about everything. We had trips and bachelorette parties and all sorts of fun stuff planned. And there was so much going on. Joy and celebration is what encapsulated about a four-week period. But have you ever had those moments where your outside, like appearance, didn't match your inside of your heart of how you were feeling? Well, that's how I felt. I should have been so excited about everything because everything was great and good. But on the inside, I was really struggling. I was really, really struggling. And I didn't know how to deal with it. And when everything felt like it was crumbling around me and changing, and that change was hard for my little heart, I thought, okay, what can I grab onto and control? And in this instance, in this one particular time, It was food and exercise. Two things that really I'd never struggled before. Up to this point, I had been eating three meals a day. I had been exercising daily, going on prayer walks, listening to podcasts while I walked, having a great fun time. But the enemy took something that was good and tweaked it just a little bit. And it wasn't so good anymore. (laughs) Little by little, I started exercising more and eating less. And it just wasn't good. I wasn't having the energy that I used to have. And my joy tank was running on empty. Have you ever been there? And out of nowhere, you just don't know how you got there. And it was day by day, little by little, and you just kind of feel stuck. That's where I was at. I came home to Arkansas from Tennessee to celebrate college graduation and things were fun. We ate cake and we celebrated and I got cards and gifts and it was precious and I loved it. But at at my core, I was sad and I couldn't really put pinpoint why. And the enemy was using that to just drain me in that season. And so it all <laughs> came loose when I went to my mentor's house and I took my boyfriend with me, and he went outside to play with all of her kids, which was so sweet. They had a little water balloon fight, and us girls just sat on the couch. And, man, in the quiet and in the still, she looked at me, and she said, How are you really doing? And then it was in that moment that I just kind of broke. I tried to hold back the tears. I tried to validate every thing of why I was feeling that way I tried to tell her oh everything's great everything's fun I'm graduating college like all these things I have so much life ahead of me 
And I wasn't allowing myself to feel. I didn't think I had reason to be upset. Have you ever been there? You're like, everything's so good. Well, I don't know why I feel this way, but I shouldn't be feeling this way. I couldn't even get all my words out in the right sentence because I couldn't even (laughs) just be. And she saw that. She saw the confusion and the emotions and she'd been there too. So she looked at me. She looked straight into my heart. And I will never forget this. She said, Georgia, God can't bottle up your tears if you don't cry. Hmm. Hmm. That conversation was so life-giving. I was so encouraged, and I left her house with a few less tears in my face. (laughs) And then, coming back to Tennessee from Arkansas, I felt a little better. I felt encouraged. I felt prayed for. I felt cared for. And as I walked through the next few days back into a new routine in a new home, not as a college student anymore, I thought about that conversation And I thought about how my friend gave me permission to feel. She gave me permission to grieve. Within the transition, I tried to rush through it and get to the other side faster. But in reality, this was taking longer because I wasn't wanting to walk through it. (laughs) I didn't want to walk through it. I didn't want to acknowledge what I was leaving behind to then pivot into the next season. Hmm. So, she gave me permission to feel. And as I started to feel more and more, I was eating more and exercising less, which was good. This was off to a great start. But my joy tank was still on empty. I was running on fumes, y'all. You better get to the gas station. The gas station of Jesus, because he will fuel you up with hope and love and joy. All the good things. Let's continue. That was not a good analogy. Anyways, hmm, I had to truly mourn the fact that college was over. Ecclesiastes 3 talks about there's a time for everything. And man, God was ready to move me into the next season. And you got to let yourself say goodbye. You got to let yourself say goodbye to the past season. There's healing in acknowledging There's freedom in letting go and being grateful for the moments, memories, lessons, and laughter. And there's freedom in not comparing the next season to the one that you left. So I share this with you to extend permission to you, sweet friend. God can't bottle up your tears if you don't cry. Mm. And you have permission to grieve the past, to grieve the past seasons. But uh, being a good friend, I'm not going to give you permission to stay there for quite too long. Because God has called you to a life of freedom. And Jesus, yes, he comes and meets us right in our mess. And after a moment of recognition, as we see beautifully displayed throughout the Gospels, he says, take up your mat and walk. He wants to walk with us. Oh, so good. So I got to tell you, it didn't end here. (laughs) I was still carrying some things through my day to day. Yes, I was still spending time with the Lord every day. And I was trying to not live by my feelings, but lead with the truth of God's word. 
But I was still carrying a little bit with me. You know, you're holding on to it. I was still trying to have a little bit of that control. And my joy wasn't fully restored and I needed that. (laughs) So a few days later, Sunday came and I was invited to a new church I hadn't been to before. It was incredible. I loved it. And the end of the service was happening and the altar call was was being held. And then they had prayer partners at the front. And before I knew it, y'all, my feet, one in front of the other, was headed to the front to get prayed for. I needed it. And usually I'm not that kind of person to do that, but man, I needed it. And I tried to be so strong, but he is our strength when we are weak. And we got to humble ourselves before him and allow us, allow him to carry us through these hard moments, through these spiritual attacks that we don't understand. So before I knew it, I was at the front and a lot of people were getting prayed for. It was so beautiful to see the healing that was taking place in the prayers and petitions before the father and the house of the Lord was on fire. It was beautiful. And I was wondering who was going to pray with me. And I'm just going up there and I lock eyes with Pretty much the only person that I knew in this whole building. (sighs) This sweet friend looked right at me and smiled. And I really didn't have the strength to smile back. I was holding back tears. And she looked at me and I was like, oh no. Honestly, friends, I didn't want her to pray with me because I didn't want her to see my brokenness. Have you ever done that? Have you ever not wanted to share even though you were hurting because you were scared what other people think? Well, I'm here to tell you, you were not here for the approval of man, and neither am I. So, here's what happened next. (laughs) I looked at her. She looked at me. She knew I wasn't okay. And she asked me, are you okay? And again, the tears began to fall. And I said, no, I'm not okay. (laughs) And so she grabbed me and held me tight. And I held her right back, and I wasn't letting go. And I just wept. And she prayed in authority over me. And she rebuked the enemy. And she just loosed peace and wholeness and well-being over my life. And she began to pray blessings. And she began to call upon the name of the Lord to ask him to restore the strength of my salvation. To give me back my joy. And she was praying for things that I hadn't told her or told anyone. And she was praying for him. And that's when I knew. I was like, this is so the Lord. And I cannot even begin to tell you. In that moment... I was feeling all better. The heaviness was lifting off. And after she said, amen, I looked at that sweet sister and I smiled. And you can ask my mom. I hadn't smiled for like four days. So it was a big deal. I was feeling his his joy. I was feeling like the Georgia Brown. He's sanctified me and just continuing to make me to be. Whew, I needed that. And then finally, I could go into the next week, which was filled with trips and fun and celebrating my friends and birthday and everything. I could go into it a little stronger. Not perfectly, because I still had to call upon his name every single day. I'd have to make my coffee and go spend time with him first because, man, I was learning how to fight my battles. Not being led by emotion but being led with his truth. It was amazing. I got to tell you, that whole experience that I'd really never had before, this scripture was laid on my heart, and it's been so beautiful to just 
hold on to through this season. 1 Peter 5, 7. God's word says, cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. Another translation says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And I really like this translation. It says, turn all your worries over to him. He cares for you. So today, friend, I'm here to remind you that he cares for you. He cares for you in the moments of overthinking. He cares for you when your joy tank is empty. He cares for you when the darkness seems to just continue to hover over you. He cares for you when you mess up. He cares for you in your pain. He cares for you in your anger. Friend, he cares for you so much that he sent his one and only son to come and live a perfect and sinless life, then to die on a cross, to take all those worries, all of your pain, all your anxieties. (laughs) And he conquered them. He conquered sin, hell, and the grave for you. He rose again, and he brought his spirit to dwell among us. To live within you and me. To know that we can live this life in accordance to his will. And we can partner with God. Even in the hard moments, we can call upon his name. Mm, Such good news. Truly. So, what do we do with all this? What do we do when my feelings are overtaking me? When my joy tank is empty? When I don't feel like taking care of my body? (laughs) When it feels heavy, dark, and there's spiritual attacks that we just don't understand. Friend, I've got the answer. And it's right here in the good book. And I'm so grateful. When I saw this placed out in my own life, I realized, as it says in Acts 10.34, God is no respecter of persons. He, what he does for one man, he does for another. So... Here's what I got to share with you, friends. Bring people into your season. Who do you trust to speak truth into your life when you can't? So go to these people. Go to that person and allow them to carry you to Jesus. I saw that exemplified through my life, and I was made so much better because of that. And I just pray that I can do that for others. This is what the body of Christ is for. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 12, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor. It is the sick. (laughs) So, give these sweet humans permission to pray over you, to come into your mess, to guide you to the truth, and to help you walk with Jesus in this journey. I'm so proud of you. So, here's what we have to do. We got to spend time with him every day. He loves you so much. He wants to have a personal and intimate relationship with you. He wants to be your best friend. Okay? That's our God. He's a God of relationship. And he made you for such a time as this to overcome the things of this world and to walk in true freedom. (laughs) And then, Every day we have to put on the spiritual armor. You know, get a couple post-it notes. I put some notes on my mirror. So when I'm like 
doing that final look before going out of the door, I see the armor of God, which is laid out in Ephesians 6. And it starts from head to toe. The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of gospel peace, the sword of the spirit, and the shield of faith. (laughs) And I always also pray, too, for a grateful heart. These are things that we have to put on every day so we can fight this battle. We can fight the good fight. It may not be easy. It may not be quick. It may not look like the way that we thought it would look like. But let me tell you, Jesus is king and the enemy is defeated. And so we can overcome him each and every day. And I just wanted to share this little piece of the past couple months with you to encourage you that he cares for you. And I saw how he cares for me. And he uses his people. He uses his people and his word and prayer. And I just wanted to encourage you in those few things today. And so you don't have to run this race alone. You were never meant to. You were not meant to carry the weight either. So (laughs) I love you. And thank you so much for listening to my story. So over the next few episodes, you'll get to hear from other people and the things that the Lord has brought them through, the songs that they've written on their heart and that they're sharing with the world. It is just so fun, this community here. I am hype about all that the Lord is doing. And I'm really excited about a new avenue that the Lord has shown me for us to connect. It's through Patreon, which I'm so excited for. You should totally go check it out. You can just type in Georgia Brown, Faith and Friends, and there's three different tiers if you would like to support my ministry with some exclusive content, with early uploads to things, sneak peeks on music and episodes, and all the fun things, which I'm really excited about because I've got new songs coming for you soon. And then my favorite tier on Patreon is the Bible study. Oh, I love leading Bible studies. It's literally one of my favorite things. God gathers us to then scatter us. And I am so grateful that this fall I will be hosting a few Bible studies of Christy McClellan's Jesus and Women. And we will be hearing from her on the podcast in just a few weeks. And I pray that it excites you to join our Bible study. But yes, this Bible study will be through what the Lord has done through women throughout scripture. And it's just incredible. I've started it a little bit because I was too excited. But man, the Lord is going to do some amazing things. So make sure you go check that out. I'm really grateful for this community. And thank you for your love and support. You are so important to me. You're so, so special. And the Lord is doing a beautiful thing in your life. So be encouraged today. Because he cares for you. So cast all of your worries, all your anxieties. Cast it all on him. That's why Jesus came. (laughs) He came to carry all your burdens and to walk this life with you in a personal relationship. (sighs) And so friend, until we meet again, I love you very much. And don't forget, there's a song on your heart that only you can sing. Your voice is important. Bye!